All right, everybody, it's the ID84 show live here, episode 188. And uh, as always, to the left of me, Adam DeMallet. Namaste. Okay, namaste. Namaste. And, uh, tonight, we should have a special guest joining us if the uh, weather should permit it. Uh, Canadian local legend, uh, YouTuber, and probably the more, I would say the second most famous person in Canada. Um, Frankie McDonald should be joining us tonight. And uh, I will we'll get more if he does join us. We, we, I told him I don't see him in the queue for the waiting room. He is in Atlantic time, which I've never spoken to someone in Atlantic time before. So this is going to be very interesting. So they're an hour ahead of us. But he was well aware that it was 8 o'clock New York time. So there you go. Yeah. So, he, you know, so we'll, we'll see. Well, we'll get the waiting room going up here. We'll wait. But uh, it's 188 episodes of this, uh, I guess you could say, quality programming. But someone dis- someone uh, disagree with us, I would say. Oh, I'm sure many would. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure, um, that, I'm sure there's a lot of girls out there that call us, you're narcissistic. Whatever. <laughs> I'm a sexist pig. Oink, oink, baby. What are you going to do? Ladies, if you don't get the sense of humor that we provide at this show, then you just don't get anything at all. Because I'm going to tell you one thing. We're not feminist at all. We do love the ladies. We do appreciate the ladies. We do respect the ladies. Yeah. Although speaking of ladies, something today was made me made my day. It made my day. I was so happy when I woke up this morning and I seen the news. Um, so the women's U.S. soccer team. I don't ever root against the USA, ever, never. I'm I'm a hundred percent. I love this country. I love the USA. I got a flag in front of the house. Respect everyone, but I don't like people who disrespect the USA. So I, I you know, and when that comes across, I get very uh, I take that to heart. So the two teams for the Olympics, I'm not rooting for whatsoever. Uh, the men's basketball, because they're a bunch of pompous assholes. And the women's U.S. soccer team, which today was just oh, so nice. Uh, if you didn't see the news, they lost three to nothing to the Swedes. And the Swedes, that team is just full of beautiful blonde women. If you didn't see course, their lineup, yeah. oh, it's fucking great. Um, but. What I didn't know, I, w- I was happy that they lost three to nothing. But then I was reading more into it. Apparently, before the game, they all nailed during the national anthem, like a bunch of Colin Kaplanicks. And uh, apparently, they were still nailing ninety minutes later because they lost three to nothing by the Swedes. Um, and that clown—I don't even know her name. The one who always colors her hair purple or pink. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I know you're talking about. Yeah, she looks like a clown, and yeah. she—she's terrible. She, she. Her Facebook's full of anti-American stuff. So what I would just want to say to her, and this, what all I really want to know is be like, if you don't like the country so much, then why are you playing for this country? I'm sure you could go to any country in the world and play for their soccer team. I'm sure they would invite you because they would probably want someone who's talented. And she's a good soccer player. I'm not going to bash her on her athletic ability, but I'm going to bash her on who she represents to play. If you did not want to play for the New York Yankees and you were playing for the New York Yankees, wouldn't you ask for a trade? Wouldn't you want to yeah. go somewhere else? So if yeah. you don't like him playing for the team that you're playing for, why don't you just go somewhere else? It's as easy as that. You could go any way you want. Yeah, do something about it. Yeah. You know, and a perfect example of this is the Greek freak, Giannis Galopakalopoulos. I can't even pronounce his last name. The guy on the Milwaukee Bucks, too, either now the world champion, uh, NBA champions right there. He is the one NBA player that I actually really respect because his, his, his story is really impressive. The guy came from... Nigeria or somewhere I, think, I believe it was Nigeria somewhere in Africa and it was the and like a, an oppressed nation 
He goes to Greece, becomes a citizen up there. He's literally hustling like T-shirts and sneakers on the streets of Athens, right? Just to try to make a living for his family. The guy's a giant, talented basketball player. Yeah. And he makes it into like the Greek national teams. He's drafted by the NBA. The Celtics could have had him, but we picked uh, long-haired, uh, the, 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 the number one most famous Canadian, Kelly Olenek instead. And uh, the rest is history. But this guy goes out there. He busts his ass all the time. Yeah, he's a little, you know, whiny like some of the all-stars are. But he's not as un- uh, tolerable as most of them are, right? Guy goes out there, kicks ass, finally gets a championship. You know, some breaks went his way, which is st- it's sports, right? People win when breaks go your way. Yeah. And um, he wins the championship. And he beats people like whiny Chris Paul on the Suns, who's basically was a LeBron guy who just, I'm going to move to a different team every year and try to create an all-star team. And yeah, yeah I guess Giannis could have probably left when he wanted. He could have demanded a trade. He could have been like Kawhi Leonard and be like, oh, get me out of here. I don't want to play. But no, he stuck it out in shitty Milwaukee. One of the worst cities in the country. Yeah. One of the worst sports cities in the country. But, he, but they won. And now Michael Felger of Boston Sports Radio is all excited because his team finally won after fucking 50 years. So they should uh, they should hire that GM because that, that goes to show that, like, you know, it's not a well-known city, but they win at the GM is doing something right. You're right. And they got some players. I mean, they got Westbrook, right, who was in Oklahoma City for all those years. I mean, they, they built a decent team. It's a solid team. They've been good for the last five to six years. No doubt about that. And yeah. in, in all sports. Yes, they caught a break. Brooklyn being partially injured, playing a shitty Atlanta team in the East, you not have to play in Utah or in the West in the finals. I mean, you get your breaks, but you could say that about any sports team that wins a championship, right? Could you not? I mean, sure. the Red Sox have won World Series. The Patriots have won Super Bowls. Oh. What happened? I don't right. know. No, I just lost like my monitor. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hey. I'm losing everything. What the hell is happening? You're having a confirmed meltdown. Ah, I know why. Because they must have heard what we were talking about prior to sports. What the fuck just happened? About the dick rockets. The dick rocket people are listening to you. This is like the first time I'm having technical difficulties. Having technical difficulties. You see me me now, right? I see you. I can hear you clear. I think you're getting technical difficulties because the dick rocket people are fucking with you. That could be it. That might might be it. But uh, before we go to that, though, I just want to say, you you turn on the news. I also turned on the news today to see my... My woman, my Sherry, my Sherry yeah, Spear. Did you see her Instagram today? She's wearing an outfit that, that I, I definitely old. did. I did. I was on her Instagram. You know what it is, too? You know what it is? I think I, I like about her is that, like, when she talks, she actually sounds like passionate. And it's yeah. like, I think there's something kind of hot about a chick that, like, actually sounds passionate about what she does and is mildly attractive. Like, I remember I was watching even freaking, like, like a hangar one, like the UFO files. And there was this chick who was like, maybe like a six, but she's like talking like so passionate about UFOs and research. And I'm like, Oh my God, you're gorgeous. (laughs) Like she just sounded really hot. You know, you get that girl next door look to her. Exactly. Like that Anna Kendrick thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's my holiday, my uh, Hollywood crush right there. She's my number one. Uh, I don't know why those two. Those who are my number one and two right there. I don't know. What about them? Ben Hathaway looks like a cunt, though. Like, she just looks like a bitch. She's probably a bitch. You she, know? She's probably like the character she played. She's No. All right. She was in The Devil Wears Prada, right? She's probably yes. like the character that was her boss, which is uh, uh, Glenn Coates, right? Yeah, she looks like a snob. She looks like a snob. 
Yeah, but she's, you know, I mean, you deep down inside, you wish. Anna Kendrick, I think I heard, was a little bit of a, you know, beat. But she seems more like approachable. And yeah. Hathaway looks like a girl who did, who was in drama class, who was like, thought she was cooler than she was. Like, that's how I feel about Anna, uh, Anna Kendrick. And, and, uh, Anna Kendrick. I mean, uh, I mean, Hathaway. Uh, the and she's got two looks too, if you don't notice. She's got the nerdy look, which you can go full nerd if you wanted to. But like when she was like Catwoman in that Batman movie, was, yeah. she, was that Catman or Batwoman? Yeah, yeah that was it. That was a Batman. Uh, it was a Batman movie. Yeah. You could look like, damn, 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 girl, you wearing that leather? Shit. Yeah, tight leather. I mean, always nothing can compare to local Boston 25 news modern weather girl. So, no, no, not at all. Oh, my Sherry. Yeah. Maybe you could, maybe maybe one day you guys could date. Maybe she gets a divorce. You know, she just leaves her husband. I think she's been with her husband since they were like fourteen years old or something like that. To like high school sweethearts or something. From where <laughs> like deep into them, you never know. Anything is possible, right? Shit, it's nothing. Yeah, it's just pissing in the wind. I'll That's get what, her. One thing about Fox <laughs> Fox News in Boston does that does employ a very attractive woman usually. Yeah, it's it's probably the best the best looking news uh, channel in all of uh, the Boston area. I would say. Which is good, which is pretty high on the level for good-looking girls for the entire country because you figure Boston's like a top 15 market, right, for the country. Um, so you want to put your best, you know. I'm always surprised when I'm in, like, New York City or something like that, like one of those big cities, and I'm looking at their news, and, like, the anchor people are, are very not attractive, and I'm like, aren't you guys supposed to be picking, like, the top of the, of the you know. Yeah, it's weird, weird like that. Like, why am I looking at, like, this, like, guy of a gap between his tooth? On the fucking five o'clock news in New York, you know. That's true. It's very true. You know. So, so, yeah, we're we getting, so oh, we're so we're about to get to Dick Rock, Dick Rockets. Yes, Dick Rockets, assholes in space. Assholes you know? in space. Now, listen, Just I'm all tip. about spending money if you have it, buying stupid shit. Buying, I'm all about Nick Cage, buying stupid shit. Right, I'm all about that. I have nothing. If you have the money, I don't expect you to give that money to anyone. I'm not one of those people like, you have so much money. You should just be giving it to everyone. If you had so much money in the world, you could just pay for everyone. Like when like Bill- Noel today. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very communist thinking and social, socialized thinking of you. Like when you think about it, like when like uh, Bloom, Mike Bloomberg ran for president, he spent like a half a billion dollars and he didn't even get like 1% of the vote. And people were like, man, he could have gave everyone like a couple dollars each, you know, instant, whatever. He could have. But I don't expect them to, and I wouldn't want them to, and I wouldn't expect people to think that as me as well. Because if you made that money, especially if you 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 and I were talking about, if you made that money, and you were self-made, right? And that money was just you earned it, you developed the company, you did what you needed to do, and you became a billionaire on your own without, you know, I like most politicians whose family comes from money, like <clears throat> the Kennedys, for example, like money like that, like that's not made money. That's like that's what, yeah. Privileged I, moment, right? I, I have trouble though because I, I do feel like I'm slowly starting to become communist. Not so drastically, but at some point though, like it's I mean, just too much fucking money, dude. Like, uh, do you really need all that? If here's the thing, if I if if we lived in a perfect world, which we don't, I'm saying this is hypothetical. This doesn't exist. What I'm about to say, but let's pretend we could trust our government. Okay. And our okay. government had the best intentions. Yeah. I do feel like. People who make Bezos level, that's like 1%. Bezos is like in a world of his own. It's like nobody close to him, barely anybody. So that's like maybe, I don't know, it's less than 1% of people. That's just too much fucking money. I would think that at some point there's a threshold that at some point more money goes to the government. That's just an if we trusted the fucking government. It's just too much fucking money, dude. Nobody should have that much 
that's not the problem. No, the problem is if you just said to every person in the United States, right, no matter how much you make, no matter how much, if you made a hundred dollars or you made a billion dollars, there's no incentive. I just five percent. Give it get just five percent would be enough because I mean you and I are probably getting about 30% taken out of our taxes, right? We're just fucking mm. struggling to be above lower middle class. But like the, the more money you make, the less taxes you get taken out of, which proportionally doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You would think it would be the opposite, right? But let's put that all aside. Let's get you know, let's go into assault. You, you're clearing delete and you're starting from scratch. If you just said to every single person, no matter if you made $100, which would be $5, 5%, or you made a billion dollars, which would be what $5 million. If that was the case and that was your tax rate for everyone, it would be fine because no matter how much money you made, you were still paying your share in a percentage wise, right? And everyone would be happy at the end of the day. And then there'd actually be more money put into the system because it doesn't matter how much you make, you're still only taking 5% of that away. So in your mind, you're saying, okay, well, I'll make 2 billion this year and I'll just have to pay a little bit more, but it won't make a difference because I'm still not getting let. If that was the way of thinking, it's just too logical thinking, right? I guess I guess yeah. too much sense. Yeah. But there's always little loopholes and stuff where I don't have to pay this. If I make so much money, I don't have to do this and all that. Then mm-hmm. you get to keep it on the table and stuff like this. I mean, I'm just thinking in an ideal world, this would make sense, but obviously it's not gonna happen. It's too late. Unless me and you unless you started another country, which is I think at this point it's too late because everything's pretty much uh, been territorialized. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's the way I think it. Then, then, then Jeff Bezos making a billion dollars doesn't really give a fuck because he's paying his share. If everyone's paying their share, it's all good. Yeah, it's like he goes, he goes, he goes through a divorce, makes his wife one of the most richest women in the world by divorce, and he doesn't even bat an eye, and it's still one of the the richest man in the world publicly anyway. Which, by the way, he's the most publicly richest man in the world because some of these Saudi guys who own a ton of oil, they own they they're worth a hell of a lot more than Bezos. Bezos, Bezos is publicly one of the most richest people in the world but well, it's, privately, funny. it's funny when you think about it too it's like it, so like a guy gets divorced he, like Bezos, what in his 50s maybe late 50s maybe i don't know how old he is exactly but anyways he gets a divorce and is, he's middle-aged right most guys who are middle-aged will buy a corvette and that's their big expense right a nice sixty-five thousand dollars sports car and it's bright red and everyone's loving it it's like oh i got my sports car you know that's my midlife crisis or my post-divorce gift to myself right so Jeff yeah. Bezos, he's not gonna buy a sports car, right? Yeah. He's gonna go to the go into space for three minutes. Yeah, he can for twenty eight million dollars. I want to know who the guy who had to cancel his reservation after paying twenty eight million dollars because he had a business meeting. Like, what kind of business meeting? <laughs> or was he just scared? Maybe the guy was just nervous going on a spaceship that's never been used before. But I would feel if I was going with the owner of the spaceship and his brother, I would feel like. Well, Maybe they figured this shit out. You know what I mean? If the owner was like, nah, I'll go like five or six flights in, let this work its way out. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know if I want to be the first guy up there. But if he's going up there and he's taking his own flesh and blood with him, yeah. I'd be like, well, you know, at least in the back of your mind, you know that unless they had to sign a waiver, that if anything went wrong, your family would be taken care of. You would hopefully think so, right? They, they probably had to sign waivers. It was probably like definitely like, waivers. Yeah. Signing no. everything away. You're on your own risk right now. But, I don't know. But like I was saying to you, on our, we were going for a walk earlier, and I said, like, I don't find this inspirational or uplifting at all. It's like this, the people in the world dying of starvation, yet over here in America, this billionaire asshole flying to space, and everyone's like applauding him. The news is like putting microphones. Oh my God, this is so inspirational. How? 
it's like, weird that the news like fucking like piped it all up because it's like it wasn't like he was even the first civilian person in space, right? Because fucking what's his face did it, uh, Brandt. Well, that's debatable. Some people are debating now if he even went to space because there's no clear definition of when 50, space begins. 50 miles up is the common line. That is, there's, the, there's no definition, though. There's technically no, no like definition. What's understood in the international world is that 50 miles up, and I think it's called the common line, is officially space. And um, which is space guy went 52 miles up. So he technically crossed the, the common line. He went 50 miles. Yeah, 50 miles. I thought 282,000 feet. So Branson, that's fucking space. Don't get, don't suck a dick because uh, you're you're high. (laughs) I'll give it to him. I'm going to give it to him. High on a fucking airplane, right? Wait, wait. Bezos went 50 miles, uh, 282,000. I don't know how far Branson went. I know Branson hit that threshold. Maybe it's 40 miles, not 50 miles. Because I'm talking like I've only told girls I'm an astronaut in college parties. I'm not actually an astronaut, but you know. I don't even know if it's called the common line. Am I just making that up? Uh, well, actually, no, I'm reading right now. It says, why Blue Origin says Richard Branson didn't reach space. Oh, so now we're having a pissing contest between two rich assholes who made it to space. This is so bullshit. This is like first world problems right here. This is bullshit. <laughs> you guys went very high in the sky for minutes, for, for fucking minutes. It wasn't even like it was like they went into space. They were there for a week. They came back down. So, I would be more- and, and, hold on. Wait a second. I just realized something. If you really think about it, it's kind of pathetic to even celebrate this, considering this is something that was done in fucking 1969. They sent a fucking right? monkey up there. A monkey went up there further than them by themselves, and then they came down and he survived. But a human went in 1969, and yeah. then after the Apollo missions ended, for all we know, never again. Yeah, space station, obviously. But like they've been doing this. Like I, I understand the first like civilian... Whatever. I'd be more impressed if you went into space, you docked up the space station, you went in there, you said hi to everyone, you took a piss, maybe you had a mail, you jumped back on Musk's little rocket ship and went back down. That would be impressive because that would be technically to me. That's what Tom Cruise is doing. Isn't he filming a fucking movie on the space station? I know that got denied to like, uh, he might be going to space a little bit for a second. Yeah. But I don't think he's. I don't. I don't think. Because I don't know about shouldn't be sending people who are not astronauts into space. No, people are gonna die. Elon Musk said it a couple months ago. He's like, people are gonna die, and he's right. People are gonna die, but it's fine. It's needed. I, I, I'm a firm believer in what Elon Musk once said. He's like, the only way we could potentially find out our existence is to explore the cosmos. Yeah. How we, and it's true. And it's and as right now, this planet is a death trap. If anything happens to this planet, our whole species is fucked. Like, we have to find a way off the planet, right? Can you imagine, like, if you're, like, on the space station and, like, the planet gets wiped out and you are the only ones alive because you're on a space station above there? So there's, like, six of you there? Yeah. And then you're just like, all right, I'm going to go back down to Earth eventually. Eventually, they have to leave the space station. There's only so much supplies. Yeah, I agree. It is a death trap. Like, I mean, how many fucking end of the world movies that we've seen that you yeah. just there and you like put it this way if you thought the governments had any plan put into position to provide stuff the last year that just passed should be a clear indication that they have no fucking clue how to handle any situation that goes beyond a, a basic house fire in your neighborhood yeah we're we're not proactive we're reactive they That's can't we handle are. wars they can't handle crises of any nature 
And then you get a big crisis where people are fucking getting a, a, a virus and none of the nations of the pl- fucking planet can handle this shit. Whether they wanted to handle it or they can't handle it or they have no idea how to handle it, we don't, we'll never know. Maybe they could have handled it and they decided yeah. not to because they wanted people to die. I don't know. This is, yeah. I'm just going out there. I'm not saying they did. I'm just putting devil's advocate right here. You know, but, you know, you know, it'd be fucked up. Wrap your head around this. Let's let's pretend we could jet get in a in a, in a space, you know, shuttle and just yeah. fly anywhere in the universe. And you're flying. Think yeah. of how many potential planets, single planet civilizations are out there that have been wiped out across the universe. So you're flying. It's like there's a planet and there's just dead civilizations of bodies of creatures, yeah. humanoid, whatever, and just never made it off the planet, wiped out. I mean, they never made it anywhere. You could just go to Mars. I mean, allegedly Mars had some kind of situation going there before. Us, right? No, we don't know, but like it could have that their atmosphere and the way everything is is, is like a in the years ago. Yeah. yeah, something bad happened there. And and Venus is actually very close to what Earth was when Mars was maybe a habitable planet. I mean, we don't know if they're humans, they could just be animals, they could be just something. cells, they could be something. There's yeah. something out there. You gotta be out of your fucking mind if you believe. There's just two thoughts, two, two thoughts here. Either one, you're out of your fucking mind and I think there's another living creature out in the universe or you just don't believe in the universe. Yeah. I mean, it could be as simple as that. You could just be like, there's nothing else there. You yeah, it's a hologram. Yeah. It's a hologram. It's a hologram. <laughs> you're in a soundstage. You're fucking Truman Show. Yeah. I mean, there's people that believe that. That's crazy. But, I mean, it is crazy to think that. Doesn't, yeah. But it's crazy. who are you going to trust? You know what I mean? I mean, we can go really deep, right? If you're really, really conspiracy and thinking, right? Possibly, who that could just join us, motherfucker, Frankie McDonald just clicked. Frankie McDonald. Uh, but you can never, you never know. But I just want to make one point. Do you think Basil, his brother, and that 18 year old gangbang, that 82 year old lady up in space, to be the first ones to have a fucking OG? I don't think they had enough time. And if they did, she would have died on re-entry from a heart attack because of that and then that, right? Three holes three guys <laughs> you do the math what really went on on that giant penis looking spaceship with the juicy vein along the side <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen this is probably the biggest celebrity we've had on the id84 show in 100 episodes and i'm not just saying this this is probably the one person maybe one of the porn stars was rival to this i mean well, maybe- Outside of porn, uh, Skippy? Is he bigger than Skippy? Yes, I think he's bigger than Skippy. Is he I bigger than... than uh, he oh, he's definitely bigger than the Bright Sun film guy. Yeah. Bigger than Eric Powers. Mm. Bigger than the, yeah, bigger than Bright Sun film dude that we had yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Or comparable to him. At least it's... Yeah. Like, this guy's famous. He is. He's he's famous in Canada. Him. I mean, Canada. No, he's famous here in... I know, I'm fucking with you, yeah. Hey, Frankie McDonald. Kennedy. I'm doing great so far. I'm an author. Book be prepared to find out that like wire and everything. Right. I was going to talk about your book. He wastes no time in plugs. No time. Wastes no time bringing up the book. So, Frankie, thank you for joining us. You join us from Sydney, Nova Scotia. Is that correct? Yes, I'm from Sydney, Nova Scotia, Canada. And you're in Atlantic time right now, right? You're the first person. Yes. Wait, I'm not, I, mean, I never spoke to anyone in Atlantic time before, so this is great. This is good for the show. Um, I first found out about you about, I don't know, was it seven years ago? When you, what, what year were you in Taurus Point when that movie, your video made it? June 2010. Okay, yo, so it was about 11 years ago. Okay. 
and you were doing the weather update that it was going to be bad weather. Because that's what you do, right? That's I it. do a lot of bad weather to get a dangerous heat wave headed for Idaho on Friday. My most viewed video on my YouTube channel is "Guy Try See Fifty Hot Dogs at Once." I did see that. I did see the hot dogs. Um, uh, the Idaho situation going on. Uh, I'm not a farmer, but is there a potential that there's going to be a, a uh, potato famine out there in Idaho? Because they're known for the potatoes. It's, I don't know if heat's good for potatoes. It's going to be in bad weather in different countries around the world. There's a typhoon headed for China. A typhoon? Oh, shit. To China. That may not necessarily be a bad thing. That is communist. Yeah, communist. <laughs> we, we're not a big fan of communists on this show. Frankie, you know, I don't think anyone is, to be honest with you. Except like for- Canada, United States, UK, Australia, New Zealand, our allies. Oh, absolutely. I mean, in Europe. I love, I love Canada. By the way, you, you, uh, there's, there's no one nicer to you than a Canadian, and could actually insult you in a more polite way than a Canadian, right? That's very true. Norway is another nice country besides Canada. Is it nice? Uh, no, you're going on a world tour eventually, right? On every country in the world. Every country. Wow. I, I so I I see you every night or every day I should say on um in hot water, with uh. Yes, I'm on a hot water podcast. With Aaron. I know Sarah Rusi. She interviewed me and Kendra Lust is going to interview me before I know it. Hey, what about the uh, Marcella and our friend I Alonzo? I met them on hot water show. So were you already on? You're going on Sarah Rusi's show coming up pretty soon, right? Yes, I was on her show quite a few times. So she was on this show. Like, I don't know what, seven years ago when we were back in the day, we were called the Adi and Eric show. Now, Sarah Russi's from Boston. She's she grew up down the street from pretty much. Uh, she gets nor'easters in the winter months. We sure do. But she also gets some nor'easters when she's uh, she's she's married to a little guy. Right. Uh, like, I don't know what he is. He's like a he's like a, a little man. You know what I'm talking about, right? Her husband he probably he probably was on the show with you guys. Right. Yeah. And I'm. And I know another guy, who, and I know Marcel is another one. I met them on a hot water show, and I was, and and, and I talked to her for the hot water show, things like that. That's awesome. Now, so, Frankie, look, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to ask Frankie, what is it about the weather that you like so much? Like, I know you like to give weather forecasts and look at the weather everywhere. Like, I warn what? people when there's a storm hit it for their area or fires. You do. That's awesome. I mean, uh, what draws you to that? Like, what do you like to you just like to tell I study people? the weather models. I analyze those models and things like that. When it's a bad weather headed clear way, I warn those people. Does it make you nervous when you see like a weather condition that's like, whoa, like really bad? Some people are nervous to go to hockey games because of climate weather. Yeah. Get that. I mean, you live in Canada, so you guys get a lot of winter, especially winter months, right? Your inclement weather. I got two doses of vaccine. You got two doses of the. Whoa! <laughs> Were you supposed to get two doses, or did you voluntarily get two doses? I got first dose on May twenty fifth, and I got second dose of Moderna on July the seventh. I got both doses of Moderna. So you're supposed to get two shots. It wasn't like you just got oh, like yeah. two shots of Moderna, then went to got the Howard. Did, I was gonna say the Howard Johnson. Yeah, like Johnson four. Yeah, it wasn't. Four. Yeah, you probably don't want to. Do I got that. two shots of Moderna. Did you have any effects? Did it did it screw you up at Sore all? Sore arm and things like that. Possibility so. Yeah. A little bit of fever. That means that, and I'm fully vaccinated now. Well, good for you. Now you, you, you're you free to travel the oh, world, essentially, right? That's right. Canada's lifting everything yeah. in August. That's right. They haven't, they're, they're a little bit behind in lifting things. I forgot about that. Yeah. So Adam is French Canadian. He's one of you guys. Are you, are you French Canadian or are you just Canadian? I'm a Canadian. I know 
Jews. He's a French Canadian. He's in works for Talroy, Montreal, Quebec. They interviewed me down the boardwalk last August. Now, Jew. And Herbie is a camera guy with the tabloid. He works with Jews. Okay. That means. He works with Jews. Tabloid is a video production company in Montreal. Oh. And that Boris, my own guy, he played my videos in Paris, France back in October of last year. And you're, yes. and you're an Ottawa Senators fan, right? From what I remember correctly. Yes, I'm an Ottawa Senators fan. And I did it. My second most viewed video is Guy Tracy. Wait a minute, it's the guy dancing being chased by Gorilla. And my most viewed weather report is Major Storm to hit South Dakota on Friday, October 4th, 2013. That's my most viewed weather report ever on my YouTube channel. That's I, before I, the ads took over YouTube. That's before YouTube's changed. YouTube is different than 10 years ago now. That's true. Very true. Yeah, yeah I agree. Are you monetized on YouTube? I'm assuming you are, right? Back then, YouTube used to do private messaging and video response back then. Yeah, that's right. I, I like your bobblehead, Frankie. You have a great bobblehead. I got a bobblehead in me. Okay. I will say $30 is kind of a high price point. Well, $30. No, is that 30 Canadian or 30 United States dollars? USA. Oof. So how do all right? So how does someone get a Frankie McDonald bobblehead? Phil Skylark contacted me. Okay. And how how would like Adam and I get them if I wanted we wanted one of those for our well, I got my link tree is Frankie McDonald. Okay, so we just click on there, you buy it, and we call it a day. Now, how many different sayings does he do? I got my own link tree. Okay. And you bobblehead, how many, like, different sayings, like, does it do? Like, I, I can hear it talking. Three different that. sayings. Okay. I'm, it... I'm sending you a message now. My link tree. All right. Ah, we'll, nice. We'll that. We will post that. Oh, there you go. Perfect. There you go. It's right it, on has the a, it has a link to Frank. It says, feed, prepare, shirts, and things like that. Perfect. I see uh, you're also you're also pumped for the Vancouver Giants hockey, huh? Yes. What's Vancouver was... Giants? What is that? It's like an AHL team or something like that. WHL, Major Junior Hockey League of West. Gotcha. Okay. And are they the minor league affiliate of Ottawa? I'm assuming. Berman, it's like the Berman Senators. Okay. All right. I got you. Okay. Because we got the we got the Bruins here in Boston, and then we have the uh, Providence Bruins, which is our. Uh, AF uh, AHL team here in uh, the yes. Barry Coates and Sue Greyhounds and Oshawa Generals. That's the Ontario Hockey League. That's a major junior hockey league. Cape Breton Eagles. That's a Quebec major junior hockey league. Are you a uh, Canadian football fan at all? Like the CFL? Do you follow them at all? I don't know. I don't know. Are you in a football? Like this is the Rough Riders. Rough Riders, right? Yeah. Now there was two teams named the Rough Riders in the Canadian Football League for a little while, and then one of them had to change the name, right? Is that how that went? They when... still say this Rough Riders. Okay. And I I appreciate Canadian football for the fact they only play three downs instead of four, so it's a little more of a challenge to in order to score. Um, the field's slightly bigger, so it makes it a little more difficult in order to score. And uh, Adam and I are fans of Canadian women. So, and they like Canadian football, so it all works out at the end of the day. That's true. Yes, the CFL is a Canadian football league. You can get Frankie Sespe prepared shirts on the Lost Cod website. It's in Frankie Tree. This guy just doesn't stop promoting. He's like, I know he's, he's a worldwide promoter, but no, it's, just, it's at the wrong thing. You could you'd really have a good career in like that, like the WWE because that's all they do is promote. Like, every guy just promotes stuff, like you know what I mean? Like, Frankie McDonald just be throwing your ass off. Well, yeah. So I'm just so, gonna promote myself right there. <laughs> all right, we just we just want to make sure. Um, you're getting you're getting money for these 
the stuff you're selling, right? Your book. Yes. Okay. That's on my link tree. Okay, so you're getting a little bit of percentage of the bobbleheads and stuff. No one's yes. taking advantage of you and like, you know, no. that'd, be, no, that'd be terrible because we've talked to people in the past who, you know, were not nearly as successful as you, but like they weren't getting what they're, I should say, should have gotten for their namesake. You know what I mean? And like, that's just terrible because people are fucking assholes out there. Yeah. And um, I just, I'm just looking out for you, Frankie, because I, I do enjoy watching you. On in hot water. Adam and I have watched your videos. We uh we know you're about. You obviously have a a niche that uh, I honestly haven't seen anywhere else on YouTube. Um, so I mean, the hot water contacted me way back in early dear earlier this year. Yeah. Now, what do you think of Gino and Aaron? Do you like those guys? Because I think yes, they're, they're nice guys. Yeah, yeah. I think Gino's freaking hilarious. Um, you know, it, it, it's a good show. They put you on it pretty much every day, which is nice, right? So you're getting some, uh, you know, some traction on there, right? Yes. And, uh, if, if those who don't know, In Hot Water is on the uh, Compound uh, Network. Which I know the is, Compound Media. Compound. Same with the Creep. It's the same company as the Creepy Corner Show. Yes. And so, uh, uh, owned so by Frankie, uh, Anthony Cumia, in case you're from the opening. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, Frank, you got a question, though. Like, outside of... Other than sports and the weather, what what do you like to do in your spare time? Like, are I you go in- to hockey games and go to movies, go to the bars and dance and things like that, and do a karaoke nice. at the bars and things like that. Oh, what's karaoke. your fa- what's what's your favorite karaoke song? What do you, what do you like to rock out to? Uh, I do Peaches by the Presidents of the United States of America. Tom Petty, oh. Father, Tom Petty, Tommy's Eagles Hotel, California, and I was at the Dooley's in Sydney, Nova Scotia, Steel City in Sydney, Nova Scotia, the Old Triangle in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Black Diamond Bar and Grill in City Nova Scotia and yeah. Daniels in City Nova Scotia as well. I will say, Frankie, he's got to be like one of the quickest response. He just knows Frankie. I give you credit. You just know what to say, man. You this just, is an action figure, me. <laughs> he's an action figure, too, Adam. He's an just all oh, this. He's like, he's you're, like ready. There's like nothing we can't ask him. He doesn't have a response for right away. Frankie, I, you're just killing it. <laughs> I appreciate his mocking ability. I mean, you like WWE type shit. Like, the way you can you market yourself and you have it out there. I mean, that's the way to do it, right? I mean, anyone everyone wants to market themselves. I think you're more successful with your marketing campaign than most celebrities at this point. Like, you know, I, mean? I ignore all negative comments. I ignore Good for the you. guys everyone. Good for negative, you. People, negative comments. Yeah, no, you no should. one needs that. No one but needs that. Look at yeah. it this way though. The way I look at it is if you 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 haven't really made it until you get negative comments. Once you start getting negative comments, that means you made it because this this hate is out there. And yeah, they're jealous. Yeah, they're jealous. jealous. And if you talk to most of those people, anyways, they're in your same situation. They wanted to do the same thing you want to do. They want popular YouTube videos. They want their own action figures, but they don't have it. So they get jealous. So they bash people who do. And until you hit that point, you got to realize like you've only got those people because you've succeeded in what you wanted to do. So that's awesome on your point. And, you know, good for you for just fucking saying fuck those people because they suck and ignoring them. Because who the fuck is going to pick on Frankie McDonald? And yeah, you, you have to be a big asshole to do that. And like, yeah. let's go all serious. Uh, it's very serious because people suck. You know, what's your, what's your favorite vaccinated movie? In my province, people getting vaccinated in Canada and the state so far. Uh, the yeah. states, the vaccination is pretty uh, decent, I guess. Um, Adam's vaccinated. I am. I'm vaccinated. I, am. I, I prefer not to say if I'm vaccinated or not because I don't want to be on any record. My cousin, Frankie, what's your uh, what's your favorite movie? I saw the movie. Godzilla and Conosco Island, things like that. Is that your favorite movie? It's like a giant gorilla and things like that. 
And that movie I saw was 2012. Wow. Okay. Okay. Adam's a huge uh, movie buff here. So oh, if you're going to talk to anyone yeah. about movies, Adam's the guy to talk to. I'm, I'm the movie guy. Did you see the new Space Jam yet? Are you, have you seen not that? yet. No, not yet. No, I will. I'm I don't think putting it off. It doesn't look like it, it's going to do very well. And uh, no. it just it's, makes me feel better in my life because I'm not a big LeBron fan. And he, he's no joy. You know? The problem, too, is that movies, I think I think people are judging it unfairly, too, because you got to remember, like, people look at it like when I saw it, remember, that movie's not for us, man. We're adults now. Like, you know what I mean? People like, it's like, it's for kids. It's not for us, but we're going to look at that like it doesn't capture the magic as Space Jam did. Of course it doesn't, because we were kids then, you know? Frankie, you're our age, right? You were born 84, right? Is that what, from my, my research, is correct? 1984? I was Frankie. born April 24th, 1984. Okay, so you're slightly older than me. Um, so I'm an 84 as well. So, yeah, so the, the whole our movie and our, our general life uh, experiences are probably both similar about what yeah. we've seen in life. So you can you could probably relate to that, too. When you were a kid, you were probably a young buck in Sydney, Nova Scotia, watching Space Jam. Probably what was that 95 it came out. We were like in fifth grade. Yes, I saw original Space Jam before. Yeah. So there you go. So, you know, Adam, you're right. I mean, it's tough to compare it to the two. I mean, I get to be a little biased. Here's the thing. The kids want to see it. My kid wants to see Space Jam. I guess I'll let him see it because he's it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Not going to be happy about it, you know? But it's I true. guess, like, they'll the kids will relate to that movie differently than we related. Because remember when we were watching it, it was, like, Muggsy Bogues and Patrick Ewan. And they were in the, you know, guys that we were familiar with. And I, yeah. I believe the new Space Jam has guys that, the kids would be familiar with these days, I guess. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, fun. I mean, you what can't put Bill Murray in this one. The kids don't know who the fuck Bill Murray is. No, I mean, you know, this wouldn't work. Frank, are, you a Bill, are you a Bill Murray fan? you follow any of his work? No, I never. Bill Murray, I never heard about him. No, no. Bill Murray is, uh, he's, I guess he's, uh, he's an American uh, fixture, I guess you could say. Yeah, Caddyshack, uh, Groundhog Day. Um Royal Tenenbaums. I mean, he's good. He's got a quite the. He's a, he's a dark comic, I guess you would say, right? Oh, Adam, you say he's yeah, like, oh yeah. His comedy is kind of on the dark side. It's not exactly your uh, happy-go-lucky <laughs> stuff, you know. So, Frankie, I do have a request. Can you please tell us? Can you give us a Boston forecast right now for tomorrow? Better, uh... What is what is the what is the Boston weather yeah. for tomorrow? We're in shots or more. Weather forecast for Boston, Massachusetts. It's going to bring lots of thunderstorms on Friday. It's going to be humid and hot in Boston, USA. Have you been to Boston at all? No. Former chief meteorologist, chief meteorologist Cindy Day that used to be on CTV weather. They used to go down for Christmas trees. Okay. But she's not with CTV anymore. Kayla Mitchell is now with CTV Atlantic now. That's funny you actually said that because the Christmas trees most of us get down here in, in Massachusetts are from Nova Scotia, to be honest with you. I remember the trucks coming in and they are remember from the Nova Scotian Christmas tree. That means Chief Meteorologist Sydney Day used to go down there back then. What's uh, Sydney Day look like? She she easy on the eyes? And the, a lot of people are saying Ruth's done. And they had a big story about Sydney Day in 2016. I ignored that. She apologized to me. Oh, she was the... the don't excuse my language. See you next Tuesday. That was that was bashing you on social media, saying that you weren't a real meteorologist, all that shit, right? She was a yeah, really fucking bitch. What's wrong, that's people? Right. Be, that's, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. that's not no, very nice. But she did apologize to you. Yes. Oh, good. She 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 better have because that's fucked up. 
my family's from Nova Scotia, my dad's side. Uh, Just like say. that other, in April 1st, 2019, that other DJ from City Nova Scotia, he said really rude stuff will be online. CTV News interview me for that. Yeah. I, I'm going to go on a stretch here. I don't know how much you're familiar with this, but how do you feel about the Canadian government controlling the media up in Canada because their excuses that those media companies can't afford themselves? Do you feel like you're getting 100% accurate information when you watch the CTV? That means they're trying their best. CTV is Bell Media. CBC is... It's different. Yeah. So, like, so like, I don't know. Down in the States, we have, like, ABC, NBC, CBS. So what do they have in Canada for your news? Like, what's your, like, networks that they have in Canada? Yeah, what do you like television. Is that what you mostly watch to get your weather? The Weather Network, AccuWeather, the American Weather Channel, Weather Underground. And I, I study the weather models. I love the Weather Channel. Weather Channel. I, I, I've been watching the Weather Channel since I was a kid. I used to, I used to be fascinated with it because I, I, I actually I almost became a uh, went to school for meteorology. I uh, it was it was really? a, yeah when I was a freshman in college I thought about it, and um, you know I probably wouldn't be here right now because I probably can't do dick jokes on the air with Adam if I'm a meteorologist in any major network. So maybe it's for the best of it. You know what I mean? So. So, uh, Frank, you got a question. Do you have like a, a partner? Like, who films you when you're when you're making your videos? Is it just I you? I just put the camera on bleachers. Okay. okay. Whatever works. Hey, it works. Go. Yeah. So, no you, tigers? Uh, Any tigers gonna get you lately? I did Snoop Dogg share my video in 2016. Fifty Cent and Cheech Chan about the guy dancing then being chased by tigers video. <laughs> I've seen that one. Yes, that's very. Gotta watch out for them tigers. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what Tigers Wood, Tigers Wood's wife said. I don't watch those Tigers. <laughs> you like golf at all, uh, Frankie? You golf? I, I watched. Uh, I I played mini putt in two thousand one. That was the last time you played mini putt. Back in yeah, um, back in a while ago now. Yeah, my wife and I have an ongoing competition on uh on mini golf. Um, I beat her two out of three times in the in the entire time we've been together. We only have like once a year we get. We play each other in it, and I kick her ass typically. Yeah, I've only beat it twice out of three, but the only time yeah. she's beat me, I was very intoxicated, and I was on an overpass in Universal Studios. Long story short, I was drunk. This still and counts, then, right? So, maybe, maybe that's that's gotta be your tactic. Just get you yeah. hammered, and then when you know, yeah, tell her I make babies with her. I get her hammered. <laughs> I went to the show. We have all twenty minutes left, and so if we, you know, if the cameras are still on, <laughs> uh, Frankie, do you have any brothers or sisters, or you're an only child? They're in the other side of Canada, out west. You have oh, you have siblings out west. Okay, are they older or younger? They're older. Okay, and um, so you had a campaign going a few months ago for your dad, right, for a fundraiser for him, and that was pretty successful, right? You did pretty good. In that. Yes. And the reason was you were just trying to get him. Was he? So what happened? Give us just some full story. Was he like laid off or laid like, off and things like that? Okay, and. Everyone got together and they they he put Frankie put together this um kind of a GoFundMe type thing together for his dad and you, you raised a pretty good amount of money for him huh? Yes. And go. I was on the news too. Good for you. And that is exactly what like using your I guess you could say celebrity to help benefit people and you helped your father and I'm sure he was very appreciative of it and people. Were... In the year 2019, base guy started GoFundMe to get Frankie down with MSI Titan GT76 and. 2019 it was successful as well there you go so yeah. uh, if anyone can learn from mr mcdonald over here is that 
you can use your fame in a more positive way to help people instead of just being instead of just going to space for three minutes. I was just going to say go to space and and, and slave drive your employees, yeah. right? Did you, did you see the um, Basil, Jeff Basil go to space the other day? Did yes. You... I did, then he made it back to Earth. Did you, how do you feel about that? Great. Was, would you now if you had an opportunity to go into space for three minutes, would you go? Anytime soon. One of these days. Yeah. So if they were like, hey, let's Frankie, we're going to take you up there. You, so you wouldn't be afraid. You wouldn't be nervous to go up there, right? You won't be nervous because when you go up in space, that's a fun thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I'm not, so. well, I doubt it's not going to be fun. I'd be a little nervous, though. I'm a little, I mean, getting on an airplane sometimes freaks me out. Never long going 50 miles into the, yeah. It's just uh, actually, I think, uh, at least if you're on a space shuttle and it goes bad, hopefully, fingers crossed, it goes bad really fast yeah. and then it's over. Not like a plane where you got to wait at least a couple minutes to, to bad things to happen or the ocean. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Frankie, have you been on an airplane before? I'm assuming. No, I've never been on the airplane, I've never been on the space shuttle wider. No, I would imagine not. Um, if you have, that would be actually a better, more impressive. I'd be very impressed if you were been on the space shuttle. At what, but one of the remaining space shuttles is in, is it in the Smithsonian in DC? One of the museums have like uh, old shuttle that they had preserved and you can actually check it out and stuff like that. But Frank, when was the last time you were in the United States? Never. I'd never been to Mexico. I'd never been to Europe. I'd never been to Asia and Africa, Oceania and oh. South America, even Antarctica. If, if you had to pick one place you would really like to go, what would be your number one place you'd like to go? USA and UK. Okay. Uh, which should be pretty accessible to get to if you needed to. Yeah. You know, I got a lot of fans in UK too. Oh, I imagine. So you've never been to the United States. So when you get here eventually, which is inevitably you will, um, where's your first stop? I'm assuming New York City is probably going to be number one on your list. Or All over the world. Yeah. Well, you get to start somewhere, right? So. Yes. Have you left? Um, how many provinces have you been to in Canada? I should say. Other than I've been to, of, I've been to Newfoundland, New Brunswick, PEI. Okay. How about uh, have you been to Quebec or uh, Ontario at all? I never been. I never been in, in outside line to Canada. So have you been to Have you been to an Ottawa's game live? No. I was at the Cape Breton Eagles hockey game. I was at the NBL Canada live too. Nice. All right. So someone's going to take this guy to an Ottawa's game. And what about the Russia's KHL game? Oh, you've seen a KHL game? No. Oh, you haven't? No. I never saw the Olympics in person both summer nor winter. Yeah, I I bet a lot of people haven't either. I guess if it was in my town, I'd probably see it if one of the, you know, because I guess the last time the Olympics were in Canada was what Vancouver, right? But that's like Vancouver you know, 2010. That's on the other side. I can imagine that being a task. I'm gonna I, get you out, Frank. I'm gonna get you out to these places. Well, you know what I appreciate is like Sydney, Nova Scotia. I've Googled it before and I wanted to get an idea of where exactly it was located. And it's actually Southeastern Canada. Yeah, and it's like a nice little community. It looks like a cool little spot, which is like, you know, chill. It's out of the you know. Yeah. And I, I would imagine why you wouldn't want to leave that because, if, in honesty, you didn't have to fucking worry about. A lot of people went out west to work. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Because steel plane shut down in August, July 2001. Oh okay, 
And so that was like a major um, source of uh, income for most people over in your area? Sydney, Nova Scotia. A lot of people used to go to Sydney to work back then. Okay. That was, uh, so that happens. And then everything moves. We've seen communities like that happen. So, so Frankie, I, obviously you're an online celebrity worldwide, if, uh, if you will. Um, what about the countries that don't even speak English? Professional translator required. But people do appreciate you in those countries as well, too. I'm sure you get views from countries that don't speak English, right? You need a professional translator for that. Um, yeah. But conveniently, most countries do speak a little bit of English. So, I mean, you could be able to fake it till you make it if you needed to. I don't think you would have too much of a problem. Do you have everything set up for this world tour yet? Do you have, like, people... Not yet. Have, you don't, no. Not yet. Okay. But you, yeah. but you have your book, right? What's your book again? Show everyone your book. Yeah, show us your book, man. Be prepared to find out guy life wired everything. It's written by Sarah Solomon. People can get them on Amazon. It's yeah. awesome. Be prepared on Amazon. Get it while it's hot. I admire anyone who can write a book because to me, writing something that's let's do a picture. I like that picture. It's actually I like that's the umbrella being inverted and then screenshot. So, look at this guy mocking it. This guy marketing. I appreciate this. So, you know, I, mean? I wish uh, I had as much effort as you did to mocking anything. Because it's uh I'm impressed. All right, so get pre-prepared. On Amazon, Frankie McDonald. Get his bobblehead. He has his link underneath the thing. We'll post it in the um, YouTube description below and uh, obviously in the podcast as well. Uh, Frankie, before we let you go, is there anything else you want to say to uh, the United States and beyond? Best of luck. Yeah, I'm Frankie McDonald. You're listening to the RD84 show. If you want to follow my social media, go link tree Frankie McDonald. Frankie, thank you for so much for joining us tonight. I know yes, it's sure. Best of luck. Yeah, okay. I'm Frankie McDonald. Stay in touch. We'll talk to you soon. And when you come to United States, let us know. We love to have you here in Boston. Already gone. <laughs> Already out. <laughs> you know, pleasancies were just uh, a waste of him. I got to say, the guy knows how to mock it, right? I wonder, though, if, you know what, though, dude, I feel kind of sad. I wonder if he's, like, being coached and being used. You think so? Well, that's yeah. why I asked him if he was making any money on the bobbleheads in the book. Because when we talked to Skippy... Um, a little while ago, he was obviously making all these views, but he was the monetization wasn't there, and you helped him out. You you spent many sleepless nights talking I to did. the guy to get him going, because we're good people. We don't like to see people be taken advantage of, and that's why I was very concerned about because I've seen. No, it, uh, I just you know, wonder if someone's chirping in his ear, and it's just yeah. like, do this, do this, like he because I mean, it, it's what I feel like because I mean, yeah. Frankie, I mean, he seems like a genuinely nice guy, but I. Obviously, he can't put this all together on his own. So somebody has to be coaching him. And I wonder, like, if they're using him. I don't just the way he talks. And it's like, so everything sounds like rehearsed. Like, he knows what to do yeah, and say. Yeah. But it, I don't know if it's his own thinking. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. He sees, I don't know. Because And obviously, I've seen him probably a lot more than you have just because of the show I watch that he's on all the time. And I got to say, the guys on that show do seem genuine with him. They seem like they try to help him and stuff like that. They don't seem That's like good. They take advantage of him. Yeah. It's uh, Gino Bisconti and uh, Aaron Berg, and they do in hot water on Anthony Cumia's network, and they seem like legit guys. They bring them on. They let them talk. Oh, that's good. Okay. They bust that's his good. balls. They kind of just let it roll, you know what I mean? Kind of like we just did, which is cool yeah. because, I mean, it's because yeah, otherwise you're just, you're just a piece of shit if you're doing anything else. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But yeah. if, in fact, people are coaching them and people are manipulating them and taking advantage of them, I just think, honestly, it's just – I think it's just human – I mean, you aren't the nicest people in the world, but just how human, 
like nature, it just that's just fucked up if you're doing that. You yeah, there's a special place in hell for you. That's you. <laughs> no, that is true. That is true. The case and like politicians and stuff. You know what I mean? It's like there's a special place in hell that would take advantage of people who aren't able to. I wouldn't say defend themselves, but able to make reasonable logic decisions without someone helping them along the way. Yeah, it's kind of like um. Kind of like the Britney Spears shit, right? With like the conservative ship and like yeah, the father yeah. not letting her make move, but it's like the opposite, right? It's like the father's not letting her do anything, but like someone's maybe puppet and Frankie and someone's it. pulling the strings, yeah. Which yeah. Is, both are fucked. Um but, to, to answer your question though, a little off topic, but not really, because we all right, so we actually have four space shuttles in museums. Around this country, uh, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, we have Atlantis, Discovery, Endeavor, and Enterprise, and three out of the four are on the East Coast. I did not know this. Well, I'm going to go on a limb and say, Adam, the reason that there's only four of them is because two of them blew up. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was like, I know you're going to. <laughs> I shouldn't even be fucking laughing. I mean, people no, fucking die. I mean, yeah. no, but I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know. But it's pretty good odds, and in, in, in forty, in like thirty something years of them flying, right? One blew up going to space and one blew up coming home, but four survived. It's true. And you know, uh, the, you know, a fun fact about the Endeavor that was actually a backup that they actually ended up using. They were going to use that for pots. They had built six of them. Oh, wow. I think the Endeavor was actually just going to be potted out if they needed replacement pots for other space shuttles. And they actually ended up just using it because, well, they lost Challenger. And then uh, Columbia didn't quite make it home in one piece. Yeah, what? Uh, one's in California, one's near New York City, one is in Washington, and another one in Florida. So where? Oh, so I'm assuming the Florida one's probably in the in near Cape Canaveral. The one in DC yep. is probably in the Smithsonian. Um, oh, I think the one in New York is that like down in like New York City on like the pair, like the naval pair or something. You're like close. That? Yeah, you're very close. It's right behind the Garment District, like right along the, the Intrepid Sea, Air and Space oh, Museum. Yeah. Kind of his Hell's Kitchen, uh, uh yes. Boat that's here, the Intrepid, the USS Intrepid's over there and stuff. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I always thought it was pretty impressive when they put the space shuttle on the back of a 747 and they used to fly it because, like, sometimes you couldn't land the space shuttle in, in Florida because of weather, so they yeah. flew it and landed in the desert, but you still had to get it back to Florida, and obviously you couldn't just put it on the road, so they put it on the back of a 747 and would fly it. Like that to me, that was fucking blew my mind. Like, yeah. And to me, the shuttle seemed to. It, it seemed efficient because you weren't like you were flying like an airplane or a glider when it came into the, the atmosphere. But apparently you used so much fuel. It, it took it was less efficient to get up there, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Well, interestingly enough, we have a it's like almost looks like a, a smaller version of the space shuttle. It's called the third X-37B. It's okay. owned by the United States Air Force, and it flies around the Earth for a couple of years at a time. It's classified what it does. It's a one of ours. We don't know. And there's a kind of dock to the space station at all? It's classified. No, it takes off. It lands every once in a while. It's all we know. It's sanctioned by the Air Force. They think it's to test sensors, but nobody truly knows what it does. Yeah. You can look it up if you want. It's, it's That much is known. And how do you feel about China having their own space station, not being part of the international space station station community? I so, mean, they, every country has a right to do that, but still, at the same time, because it's China, it makes you worry a little bit. Right. You know? I mean, it kind of yeah. goes back to like Sputnik when, like, it was just basically a beacon that was just was over in the earth. It was nothing more than a little 
communication satellite, but people were freaking the fuck out in the 50s when that thing was flying around and over the United States, right? Because it's like, yep. yeah. Because how much does a, a country own into the, into the sky? That's exactly. a good question. I wonder how much, like, what is your, what is the, the limit of, of height a country has occupation? Because now you got to think of it in three dimensionals, right? Because you can only go so high and then you're obviously in space, but like, uh, how high could you build a building? How high can you fly your planes? How high could you be within your bubble? Yeah, it's true. And uh, there could be, as we get more advanced, I have to really figure that out because there could be wars over that. Yeah, it really could be. I mean, a, a country could occupy the space above you in sense and not be in there in the wrong because it's true. Scary shit. It's fucking scary. We have to worry about that shit, huh? That is. And you know the Chinese space station has fucking guns and missiles in it, right? You know they're aiming right at. <laughs> you, you gotta know they got something crazy going up. They're not just up there eating fucking Chinese food, enjoying yeah. you. You know what I mean? It's true. And know what's scary is the amount of space shit that's out there, like garbage, just over in the world. Like, like it's a, it's a, it's amazing that like shit can launch into space without crashing into something, spinning at. 2,000 miles per hour. I think we'll see one major catastrophe in space where people actually die in outer space. Not an entry or re-entry like a shuttle. I mean like orbiting. Yeah, Yeah. like something. I'm actually shocked it hasn't happened yet. I do know that the space station does have like some kind of radar system and they do have boosters that could push it up and down left or right. Because essentially when you're in orbit, you're essentially falling. I guess that's the technicality of it. And then every once in a while you got to get boosted back up to not fall i guess to keep yourself at a height that's not burning into the fucking atmosphere um which i find is fucking fascinating but yeah i guess that's the only way you can orbit the earth you need a velocity to pull you in a direction in order to spin because you just can't you you just couldn't circle because you'd fly out i guess that that adam that's if satellites really do exist it's true those are two, by the way, though, uh, it's funny because it went to uh, Bezos and Branson went around 50 miles in this space. But like, you know how far up the satellites orbit? 250 miles. Yeah, it's about right. Oh, so that's that's you yeah. like, oh, wow, they went 50 miles up, but 250 fucking miles up. So in perspective, like, 50 miles is about to Worcester from Boston mm-hmm. and 200 miles is to like New York City from Boston. So, like, it, yeah, and you look at the map, it's like, well, it's pretty impressive, that distance. But, like, obviously, going to New York is a lot further away than Worcester. Mm. So, is it that impressive? I just think it's fascinating that they spent all that money just to go into fucking space for three months. And they didn't go anywhere. It's one thing, like, like again, we're repeating ourselves, but it would, be, it would have been more impressive if they went somewhere. Yeah. Like to the moon, to the space station, if they just orbit the Earth a couple times and came back down. You know, it's, it's amazing to me. You're 250 miles above the Earth in a, a satellite, but like that's still in orbit. Like you're still yeah. in orbit around the Earth, and that it takes. I'm reading right here. It 250 miles up. It takes 90 minutes for it to go around the Earth. That's it. Hour and a half, and you're 250 miles up. And you've yeah, and it was kind of weird because I was looking into the the details of the construction of the uh, of their capsule, and it had no heat shields because it was going to be hitting a velocity coming into a, like an atmosphere that would need heat shields to like prevent it from burning up as it was relanding. And, I mean, yeah. it was it was basically it went up and went down. Um, so there's there's a specific reason why they didn't go up to a certain point because now you need to reconstruct your capsule 
to be more um, rigid and more uh, you know durable and to re-enter in a atmosphere at accelerated speed. Um, there's a whole different level of technology that has to change. Essentially, they're going up like a weather balloon, you know, and coming back down. I mean, yes, still impressive, still fairly fascinating. But like you said, it's like, well, I would have been more impressed if they like were like, well, we flew up, we connected with something, or we just went up and we orbited for you know a little bit, not just like like an amusement park ride. Like a minute, yeah. Yeah, it's like going up like on Space Mountain. They were up in space the same amount of time I was on Space Mountain in Disney World. You know what I mean? yeah, and they it, and it costs a way a lot and disney's expensive but it costs a way a lot more money than fucking space mountain i don't know whatever i don't give a shit it's their money spend it the way you want to do i i'm i'm all about capitalism i got in an argument with someone about capitalism the other day at work and they're like you like capitalism i go i go yes and i go she and the girl's like why she was like 18 years old I go, I'll tell you why I go, because I like the ability that I could I could start a business. I could create a product. I can make as much money as I want. And no one can really tell me how much more money I can make or how big of a business I want to do. But I have that ability. Yes, it's a small percentage of people to have that ability to have a business that's successful. But the ability is still there. It's kind of winning the lottery, right? It's like you play in a scratch ticket, but you may not win. You may win a couple bucks. But if I didn't have that opportunity, what would push people to want to create ideas and create products? You know, ooh, live with it. Holy shit. How did you get up there? Oh, dude, it's like, I can't. You know what's funny? Is the fire extinguisher that would not work in space. That is the funniest thing. <laughs> extinguisher work is they used to CO2 to put out fires, and CO2 would not work. In, a CO2 fire extinguisher would not work in space. You would just have the particles of the foam spreading everywhere and wouldn't actually put the fire out. Well, have, have you ever seen what fire looks like at zero gravity? It, dude, it looks like just oil or water going across something. Liquid fire. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. That's yeah. why fire in space is the number one most dangerous thing you could have. Oh. And that's Robin <laughs> Cosby in space. Bill Cosby, all the jello pudding you can eat in space. Ashley Jello is great in space. Mr. Cosby, a quick question. Uh, do you have roofians up there in space for the ladies? Well, you see, there's not many females up here. Mm. <laughs> so I usually try roofing myself and try to jerk off before I fall asleep. <laughs> kind of looks like you're in a. Uh, like a hospital, like 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 a like an emergency room, but like <laughs> it looks like there's a stretcher behind you. That couch looks very uncomfortable. I've slept on one of those before. Um, you have bags that aren't floating, so they're not securely put fastened either. So I apparently they don't expect them to have zero gravity at any point of time. But maybe they were. Maybe they just maybe they're velcroed down. Who knows? What do I know? The I fire the headset helped. Yeah. yeah. No. I hey, listen. I like the color tone. What's that say in the very back? It says like something like written on the wall. I don't know. There's the American flag. There's a little window. There's like a white thing hanging to your right. Is I'm that like, a tan? It's a tanning thing. Tanning bit of at the gym we go to looks similar to what the room you're in right now, except uh, hey, beats my uh, fake brick wall. I guess you could say my my seats that go in and out. So. I don't know. It is what it is. But uh, all right. So we, we I'd say that was a very interesting show. Oh, big thanks to Frankie McDonald for joining us. Um, I really hope he makes it out of. I feel like he has these ambitions to travel the world, which is great because a lot of people do. You've been around the world. You've been to uh, three different continents. 
right? I, I, I've been to, yeah, I've been to yeah. no four, yeah, four, yeah. So, you oh, actually, I got, yeah, I got two left. You Wait, I got two left. To, uh, I still I have an Antarctica and Asia, the only two I have left to go to. Have you been to Europe? Oh, yeah, well, I, yeah. yeah, so yeah. you've been to, yeah, so you so, so you're a well traveled individual, it's um, been a while, but yes. Yeah, but I mean, that's more than I've only been to two continents. But Frankie McDonald has all his ambitions to go on his world tour. So I hope somewhere down, I hope this guy gets out of Nova Scotia and gets to travel, at least at least to the United States. I'm sure there's plenty of people down here, including ourselves, would be more than happy to uh, to show him around and stuff like this. But uh, check out Frankie McDonald on YouTube. I'm sure I'm just you guys. Are, if you're watching this show, you've probably already seen him on YouTube. So. It's kind of inevitable, uh, redundant for us to be promoting a guy who's a little more popular. <laughs> I know, right? And who's probably the most popular person we've had in the show in the history of us being on, which uh, doesn't say much for us, but says great things for Frankie. So thanks, Frankie, for joining us. Um, and uh, Adam, Whirlwind Potato. You can go check out the World Potato on YouTube. Yeah. Go for it. And, uh, you can check me out on various uh, YouTube pages, including this one as well that you're watching. Oh, by the way, I should say this before we start the show. If you've made it this far, you probably should subscribe at this point because you're an hour into it. So, I mean, we just do this every week. Um, Wicked Explorers, my family's uh, YouTube page, and you get us on the, the Wicked Bricks, which is the Lego page. So, And then, of course, the ID84 show with uh, Adam the Mallet. Uh, we have guests lined up for the next few weeks, so you will be entertained. Um, and uh, maybe we'll get uh, the elder mallet on the show eventually. We're still working on I, it. So. I will. There you go. And if you go into Tia's in Boston, do no longer ask for Danger Powers because he's not there anymore because he, he officially retired for now. No, <laughs> I did. I made a comment on his Facebook page. I said something about, well, it's nice for you to quit on your own devices without Katie shit cannon you like she usually does. And many people find that very hilarious because it's the truth. So. That's what it is. But we'll leave you with this and we'll see you guys next week. Toodaloo. Bye. Bye.